0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 500th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Oh, I hate doing that live. Uh, Hello, hello, hello.
1: (laughs) You do it live
0: every week. I don't do it. I I do it behind closed doors.
1: You are behind a closed door. door. Are we no longer an interesting audience, is what you're saying? That we don't matter? Because we judge you as harsher than Twitch ever
0: will. I have no problem... You know, sharing a hotel room with you guys, and it's the same as opening the episode of this show. But like, I, you know, I wouldn't share the hotel room with you know some <laughs> listeners. That's what I'm saying. It's a little behind I the scene. It's a, it's a, it's a little risque.
2: Yeah, oh, please no.
0: Uh, no. I did hit the record button. All right, hey, I'm your host. Uh, I'm your host, Steve SBJ. I'm here. <laughs> this is the 500th episode. Greg with me today.
1: Hello, I dug into the archives to pull out the WAP Zip shirt just for the 500th episode. I was going to wear the Rage Candy Bar shirt, but like, that didn't hold up.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Will also here. Hopefully, internet connection stays stable.
2: It's oof, but I I was going to say, I'm the only one here who's traditional. You guys are boneless. Both of you. Oh,
0: yeah. That's because I don't want to work when I eat my wings.
2: Oh, my word.
0: You're going to expose
1: on national TV? I don't think national it's TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: think we're good enough for TV.
1: Says you. I've been on TV.
0: Hey, so it's uh, it's been 500 episodes. That's a whole lot of episodes. We're here. It's technically been more than 500 episodes because I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, because
1: there's a long time that you cheated the number, and then you don't count miniseries.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah. We're probably realistically at like 600
1: ah happy 600th episode
2: no i think that's a little maybe over estimating but maybe like 570th
1: (laughs) that's not a good number
0: the the format of the show is if you're listening to the audio only version uh we're recording this live on twitch that'll get sent to youtube on monday so hopefully at the end of all of this the audio sounds good and it sounds like a normal episode the thing that we, when we transitioned to doing video, it was still very important for the audio podcast to just sound as good as it can be. Um, because I know when sometimes podcasts convert to video and then you're listening to the audio version, you're like, I feel like I'm missing something uh, because it's first and foremost a video show. Um, so that's always important quality wise to make sure the audio show st- sounds just as good as an audio show. And then once you convert to video and then when you take it another step and you convert to live, As we've noticed, if you missed the first, maybe, well, it won't be in the audio podcast, but there was like 20 minutes of tech (laughs) issues. Even though we started 40 minutes early to not have tech issues, and we still had tech Mm. issues.
2: Uh,
1: I had no tech issues.
2: And to assist our audio-only listeners, I will be keeping my eyes closed throughout this entire process. (laughs) So (laughs) I won't see anything either. The way
0: Uh, we do it. 500 episodes is a lot. We're still going to go through Pokemon news. And because we're doing this, uh, live on Twitch after our breaks, which I guess you guys will see our breaks or we'll have breaks because we need (laughs) to have have breaks. breaks. (laughs) We'll have breaks and then we'll have to do the ad. So you guys will see us do the ad in real time. Very exciting. That's going to be, you'll get, you you will see how much of a hot mess it is (laughs) to do an ad real time. And then at the end of that, we will, the ad is every plate and then after the end of that um we'll take like questions and stuff from twitch chat and uh so for the most part though twitch chat you, you will probably argue about us talking about things in real time
1: i am on different tabs i am no longer looking at that i'm looking
0: oh, at oh I, I had to close yeah, that out otherwise i'm going to kill two faces my connection that make
1: me angry every week so it'll be a normal episode
0: 500 episodes let's kick off with some pokemon news let's start off with some real <laughs> Let's start off this episode with a bummer, I suppose. This is off Dot Esports. Pokemon Florida Regional Championships canceled. Other global mm. dates added. The Florida Regional Championships have been canceled, quote, due to now probably think it's oh it's because of COVID. Well, you know it's Florida also, uh, but quote due to changes <laughs> it's in worse. government regulations and restrictions restrictions in the state of Florida. Cancellation means the Orange County Championships, which were set for April 1st to 3rd, also won't be happening. Um, But there are new events being added in Europe, uh, in Bremen, Germany, on May 28th and uh, May Mm. 29th. And then in Sao Paulo, Brazil, there will be an event on April. Did I say that right?
2: Close enough. It's
0: fine. April 2nd and 3rd. And then in Joinville. I don't know where Joinville is. They don't say. May 7th and 8th. Uh, Australia will also have events beginning in Queensland on March 12th and 13th, and uh, in Perth, it wouldn't be 500 episodes hey! without Perth. Uh, in Perth on May 21st and May 22nd, and St Hilda in Victoria on June 11th and 12th. So they added a bunch of your um, international dates. Oh, join Joinville is also in Brazil. My mistake. Uh, and then the the Florida regionals got canceled which i believe was supposed to be like april what was that april 14th 15th i think
2: um how, how am i supposed to remember something i was never planning on going to <laughs> so the
0: the importance of the florida regionals was it was one of the three oh it was, it was the april first weekend it was uh it was one of the three that had pokemon go so i believe it was oh right right right, right, right salt lake right. city florida and then milwaukee um, all had the Pokemon Go part. And then, um, every, every other regionals had the TCG and the VGC. The due to cancellations in government regulation was that a, we can explain it that the Pokemon events require you to show proof of vaccination. And Florida, as a state, says you're not allowed to do that. Correct. So because, well, uh, <sighs> because the event wanted proof. They weren't allowed to do that, therefore, because Pokemon wanted to be as safe as possible, they had to cancel the event because mm-hmm. Florida would not let them do that. Because
2: Florida. Good job, Florida. I mean, I've, I've I've, had that same issue at my job, so I completely understand and can relate. I wanted to do a clarification for something, too, that I think we brought up either last week or the week before about the Abu Dhabi Pokemon Go event being canceled. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we kind of said, oh, it's probably because of COVID or, like, implied that. Mm-mm. There is another country performing military actions against Abu oh. Dhabi right now. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that's not good. AKA
2: missile strikes. And so I think that was more of the, it's oh. not good to have people walking around outside. Yeah. Got it.
0: Also, Florida, really?
2: That's all I'm going to say. It's, yeah, it's fine. That's not no surprise.
0: I'm.
1: It's not a surprise, but I'm still going to be like,
0: you know, the Florida thing was kind of on my mind, too, because uh, there was just that um, Aaron Zhang, like, mini documentary that they put together on YouTube, and if you're in, like, the competitive scene and you follow a lot of, like, the high-end competitive players like Wolf Glick or Aaron Zhang, um, they did, like, a 20-minute documentary on Aaron Zhang, who's a fantastic player. Um, but what's funny Aaron Zang is. Aaron
1: Zhang did a documentary on themselves or
0: somebody else Wolf did a documentary on Aaron Zhang? Wolf Glick and a video editor did a documentary on Aaron Zhang. Okay. It would, it would, I mean, I suppose you could do a documentary on yourself. It would probably I mean, be very like.
1: Do. Yeah. We should do a documentary on ourselves.
0: But that, that no. documentary, uh, he goes to <laughs> Orlando, Florida, I think for one of his very first tournaments. Um, and that was like one of the very, First World Championships, I think it was maybe either the first or the second. If I, I could be completely wrong. At least in the United States, I went to the California one, which I think there's been three in California or maybe two. Went to the California one, the Nashville one, and then the DC one. The DC one was the last one before events. I've thought.
1: never been. What? I've never been to a regionals. I've never been to a worlds. Never been to I any know. of it. You uh, cut
2: w- me out of all of them.
0: Will and I met at a national tournament. Nationals. Yep. Yep. That was the Nationals with black and white.
2: Indianapolis, 2012.
0: And I was playing Vanillax Victini.
2: <laughs> well, I brought I I came for VGC and didn't even know that there were such things as a meta or EVs and IVs hmm i just good, put together a team good of six old pokemon oh yeah because <laughs> yeah
3: because when
0: we <laughs> met you weren't into tcg and then we taught you i think that weekend mm-hmm. how to play
2: yep correct
0: and then you saw me get extremely tilted that weekend because i lost to a pokey dad who was yes. playing cobalion and i was playing Vanillax. x is weak to steal one of the very few people thanks for the twitch prime I forgot to mute alerts all right alerts are muted um, I lost I lost to a pokey dad okay you you can still you can still sub and give bits and it just won't pop up for the audio you're messing up my audio thank you for the twitch prime live show <laughs> uh, already off the rails. derailed so no I, I the problem with losing to that pokey dad was the judge rolled back two turns and made it impossible possible for me to win and made it guaranteed for him to win but instead like his ruling was so bad i wasn't mad about losing although losing does suck i was mad that the judge made the worst possible call Uh,
1: it's always something outside of you greg
2: 10 years later 10 years 10 years later, later you're still hanging this is in how there how much he holds on to these gripes. he doesn't even oh, play the tcg oh. anymore
1: you do not have to tell me these things i understand fully yeah, i am just pointing out that it's always outside
0: of steve it's
1: out, no, all man. the judge all the weather all that state
0: that match was, uh, that match is, pretty. did I ever tell you guys about, there was a match in Kenosha, Wisconsin, it was, it was a, it was a, not a regionals, or it was a pretty low, it was like a Battle Roads, I don't even think they're called Battle Roads anymore, and yeah. I, when I played the TCG competitively, it would be like me and like uh two to three other like dudes that I played with, I still talk to most of those people today, and then it would be like Irene, but I, Irene didn't want to go.
1: Then, <laughs> you don't talk to Irene anymore. Though. That's that's the real secret. And then the other talk the to other the guys, dudes,
0: not your wife. The other guys I normally go with, uh, they were like out of town, or they were busy, whatever. So I I went to Kenosha myself to go to this Battle Roads, and I get there. I don't even remember what deck I'm playing, but I'm it's the first round of the tournament, and I I accidentally play two supporters. I play like a Charon or whatever, like whatever Sycamore. I don't know. I accidentally play two supporters, which I was playing a very complicated deck, where that mistake was, whatever. Everyone makes that mistake, I think, at least once. Mm -hmm. And I, I tell the guy, I was like, I think I accidentally played two supporters, and he said, "What do you want me?" And he said, "Oh, it's no big deal. I'm going to lose anyways." Wow. (laughs) Like it was a very favorable matchup, and he was dead drawing anyways, and like it was very like I was going to win the match, and I was like. I was like, yeah, but I feel bad. I played two supporters. Like, I caught myself after I played the second supporter. And, like, I was like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe ask a judge. So I got up and I walked over uh, because there was only one judge for the entire tournament. There was only maybe, like, yeah. 40, 45 people. And I said, hey, I played two supporters, but I didn't start the second supporter. I played it down and, like, I shuffled my hand. Like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, oh, that's an auto game loss. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went back to the table. I sat down, I scooped up all my cards, and I was like, it's an auto loss. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, you, you were going to win anyways. It's no big deal. And I was like, Nah, I already told the judge. So he already marked me down as an auto loss. And then I proceeded to pack my bag. And then I left the tournament. I drove 45 minutes. You're auto that, loss on tournament. You are That's that you. person.
2: No. You, look, I already lost. lost. Look, I lost. Why would I continue playing? I lost game one. <laughs> Well, you could have won the rest you of them. You could have won the no, rest of them. No, no, no,
0: no. At those, like, very small tournaments, you you have to win everything. It's always, those small tournaments are always, like, 6-0 is winner, and then, like, 5-1 is, like, look, I gave the guy the W.
2: It's fine. What this is really saying yeah. is you weren't playing the game yeah. to have fun. Right. You were playing the game to win. Right.
0: It's, it is, I feel like it is hard to have fun when you're at a tournament with, like, none of your friends.
2: Uh, I have the joy of playing the game. I yeah. usually don't know anybody that I yeah. play my games against. I just enjoy playing the game.
0: When I
1: went to a uh, Rock America tour in Chicago, and I vzc would against a bunch of 10-year-olds, and I was the only one there, I was having a great time. Making them cry, they had to go back to their dad, mm-hmm. and be like, mm-hmm. this older gentleman just wrecked my house, and I sat there smugly and said, yes, I did. What do you want to do about it? I had a wonderful time.
0: You you know the difference was you didn't mention the word Kenosha, and then mm. it was like ah like gotta leave.
1: Anything in Wisconsin is automatically starting on the wrong foot.
3: All uh, of Wisconsin. Hey,
0: Milwaukee's okay. Yeah, uh, Madison's the best. A the best city. you could say is okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of okay. Pokemon Unite finally saved here. Um not that it's really in trouble, I guess that's the joke. But Aegislash is now available in Pokemon Unite. Ooh. Eegislash is a melee all arounder uh with spectacular sword play. That's what it says here on Pokemon.com. Uh it will evolve Honedge Honage will evolve into Dual Blade at level five, Aegislash is it at level spectacular seven.
1: Spectacular or spectral. I'm looking at the webpage and it says this melee all around displays Egg? a spectral. <laughs> I was trying it's to do
0: playing. some editorial enhancements. No, you use. weren't.
2: You just read the word wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: editorial enhancements. That doesn't this isn't live. I'd be it. cutting out this me being dragged <laughs> here. <laughs> um. Hey, season, season. Well, we talked about this. I think like a week ago they added the like forty dollar Cramorant skin. It's yeah. like cowboy stuff.
1: Yeah. There's like a big million dollar tournament or something.
3: Yeah.
0: Swords and cowboys go together. I don't know. I don't really have much else to say about Unite. I want. Here's the thing. I actually do want to play Unite. Like there is a part of me that is that is itching to play this game. But. But Legends is out. And. Pokemon Go has been pretty good recently with like the Valentine's Day event. I I, I thought the Valentine's Day event was pretty alright, and then Johto tours pretty soon. And Sword and Shield is doing the Milstery event, which we'll get to next.
1: And like, the and the the bird thing. Bird thing. Yeah, the get oh, the shiny
3: birds. Isn't that
2: the, next weekend? Yeah, oh, that's yes. right.
0: Also part of news just there's just so it's it's very hard i feel like sometimes to be a pokemon fan when you like everything whereas like if you just like pokemon go your hands are probably full and you're probably spending a lot of money and if you just like the main series you can ignore this kind of stuff you can ignore the tcg but man when you like everything it's just like unite is just like three steps away of being like the game you do want to put in yeah but I would almost rather play Sword and Shield than Unite. And right now, I just want to play lo- Legends over everything else.
1: I mean, and if you have any other interests outside of that, it, your time goes away. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't play on Tuesdays because Tuesday is Final Fantasy Raid night. Wednesdays, I go see my friends. Thursdays are sometimes open, but then I'll play Arceus. Fridays are Friday, and you got to go out on a Friday night. Oh, you got to go out on a Friday night.
2: Excuse me?
1: Uh, Go out where to to game center
2: to play games with my oh, friends. Oh, that's right. I wasn't invited. That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have wanted to come. Mm. Saturdays right. are free for alls. Who knows what's happening
2: on a Saturday? Saturdays are spending four hours in the Mall of America walking in circles right. and then Not stopping at B Dubs.
1: Sundays is this yeah, hot mess is and getting groceries, and then Monday is just dead weight of a day. Like doing anything on Mondays hurts emotionally, (laughs) physically, mentally, spiritually.
0: You you gotta have a schedule. It just happens that Unite doesn't fit into that schedule. If
1: Unite on my iPad would support my controller, I would probably be playing more Unite than Mm. I am.
2: Agreed. Mm.
0: There is a a new raid event in Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield is still a video game. It is still being supported. Uh, There is... is this really new though it's not but um it's a good one to repeat because if you're a hardcore because because it's one way to get the rare sweets right people would have possibly got sword and shield for christmas it's february now um hopefully they got sword and shield for christmas instead of brilliant diamond shining pearl
3: oh
2: stop with your hot (laughs) takes
0: it's not a hot take anymore. It's just reality.
2: Some of your stale takes.
0: Yeah. So I think it's a good raid event to repeat. Also, it's not um, it's not like three days long. It goes until so if you're listening to this podcast on Monday, February 14th, happy Valentine's Day, uh, catch your significant other or mom a love disc. Happy Black Monday. It goes until February 20th. There's a 2% chance in 5-star raids to get a shiny Milserie. You are a hardcore collector. and You wanted every different Al Alcremie to be shiny. I believe you would need 7 of them. So, it is a good event to farm. thing that, I guess, probably makes this difference different than what it was like a year ago is not a lot of people are playing Sword and Shield. <laughs> that You're on your own, kid. So, like, Going through raids with people uh, and like other people searching for raids and you searching for raids and like going through them would be a lot faster, even if you had like three or four people doing the same thing as you. I have one shiny milsary. It would be nice that this event is up to try to go for another six or just another handful. Maybe I, I think I have one.
1: Here's the thing every time I think about doing these things, I think about the YCOM and that deflates. Mm. my desire so mm. much. Maybe the, the YCOM, Y-com is, is so better bad.
0: because not many people are playing. The amount of people
1: didn't change that never updated. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and the fact that when it finally did update, I'm like, oh, there's a rate. It said, oh, that's gone. I just showed you something from four hours ago. Ha yep. ha ha. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the YCOM. Look.
0: <laughs> I don't know what else is- you <laughs> you're not wrong.
3: <laughs> Look.
0: Uh yeah it's but uh, like I said if you just got Sword and Shield for Christmas and you were trying to get all of them this is like the only way to get like the Star Suite or Ribbon Suite um so that that event is happening uh, it's a cool Pokemon something to do uh also happening if if it's it's Monday if you're listening to this 14th again Happy Valentine's Day go catch your grandma Alola Mola you, that see that's the bad uh, one it's it this. hard to give to my grandma yeah yeah uh that's the bad one. Make sure you sign up for your battles, because what's going to happen is the battles are going to take place this, it starts on like Thursday night at whatever UTC time, it ends up being like 7pm central time on Thursday night, which is midnight UTC, and then... The tournament is going to start and then people are going to come into my Twitch stream specifically and be like, Oh, yeah, the tournament. Can I sign up? No, you can't no. sign up. The tournament started.
3: <laughs> yeah. What have website do I go to to sign, to sign up? You don't know do no the website. You
0: do it in the game. Mm. You, go, you, into, could, uh, you yeah. go into Sword and Shield. You go to the versus menu. You go. There's two options once you go to versus. One's battle competition and then one is uh, stadium something. I don't even remember. Lifetime what they are. movies. You
1: go to the one like on the left.
0: Is, yeah. No one has ever clicked the one on the right. I don't even know what the one on the right does. I one have on the left.
1: accidentally clicked the one on the right, and I don't know. Still don't know what it does.
0: Said, if no one knows what that button does. Three years later, and until <laughs> no one knows what the right side. <laughs> Maybe does. Maybe that only- fixes the YCOM. No. You go there. It'll say casual battle, ranked battle, online competitions. You go to online competitions, then you hit register. That's it. That's all you got to do. Once the tournament starts on Friday, then you can pick your Squavet, your Rookedy, your Wooloo, your Blipbug, your... Uh... Magikarp, Magikarp, Magikarp. No, you can't mm-hmm. do two Magikarps. That's against the rule. One Magikarp.
3: Oh, oh only the... one
0: oh, of each Pokemon. So yeah. Yeah. Magikarp, Feebas, Barboach. There you go. Okay, okay. I'm liking this team. I'm liking this team. Uh... Luminion or Finion? Those are not in Sword and what Shield. What was
1: the new dumb fish in this game?
2: Aracuda. Uh, the Aracuda. Aracuda. yeah. Like, I like, think the spinny. Yeah, the spinny. <laughs> the spinny.
0: <laughs> Once the tournament starts, you have to do three matches. When that was originally announced on January yeah, 15th. Yeah, it was one match. They
1: said one, and then they baited and switched me, because I was like, one and done, baby. Now it's, and
0: now it's, I have to suffer through three. Three. You don't have to win them. You just have to play them. Also, this question was asked a lot. Can you use rental teams? No, you cannot. You have to use your own team. You cannot use a rental team. It is considered an official tournament. Um, that's also why you can only register for one NSO or whatever, one Switch account. Because um, it is it is an official tournament. Uh, make sure you sign up. This this month is for Articuno. And you'll have to do this all over again in March for Zapdos. And then you'll have to do this all over again in in whatever comes after March. April. For Moltres? <laughs> dates. So even though you sign up for this one, you'll have to sign up for the second... You'll have to sign up for all three. And then you'll have to do... You'll have to do... Um, the three matches this weekend, the three matches that weekend, the three matches. The so yeah. nine matches And total. then May
1: is my birthday tournament. Yes.
2: Right,
0: where you're only allowed to
2: use Roselia. And yep. the, the reward is the... Is giving uh, me ball, gifts. The ball guy... Luxury ball shirt.
1: The lack of luxury ball products and my ability to make luxury balls in Legends Arceus is currently the biggest stressor I have in my life. That is not true, but it is That's one of in
2: them. the DLC, buddy.
0: It better be. Yeah, when they had Char- just Charizard and Luxury Balls, nineteen ninety nine. Charizard
1: and gold deposits to make luxury balls.
0: No Charmander, no Charmeleon. Just you have Charizard. to melt
1: down nuggets only Alpha Charizard and turn them in. Nuggets are a thing to make luxury balls.
0: Uh, Final bit of news before we take a break is uh, Brilliant Stars is coming out on February 25th. Uh, That is the official release date of the newest TCG set. And yet, somebody I know Uh opened some, (gasps) and it's not the 25th. It's not. Yes, I did have an embargo from the Pokemon company. They did full disclosure. The Pokemon company sent me a box of Brilliant Stars. No gas. I followed Somebody the embargo. Somebody broke
2: Street Date? No, I Somebody don't. broke Street Date. <laughs> no, this Somebody weekend was decided pre- to play, I called... Lucy Goosey with the rules the, and the laws. This weekend was pre-release weekend, I'm sure, so there's was. a lot Lord's, of people.
1: Lord yeah. Streamer was like, nothing applies to me. It was pre- I'm going to call my friends at Nintendo and break Street
0: Date. <laughs> it was pre-release weekend, so I was allowed to open it. You can get the build and Battle Boxes early. I think they sell them at, like, GameStop or something.
1: I really thought you were going to say Build-A-Bear.
0: And I was like, what does that have to do with this? <laughs> so you can now go to Build-A-Bear and buy cards. And buy cards. I wouldn't be surprised if that was our future.
1: <laughs> and then you could take a Charizard and put it as the heart of your v- Vaporeon. Um,
0: did we, I think we talked about set sizes last week. Uh, so Brilliant yes. Stars is about 170 cards, which is the smallest mm-hmm. set for the Sword and Shield series, uh a lot of Ever. these other sets were like 190 to 200. Fusion Strike was like 270. It was disgusting. Uh that's way too many cards. I I do like to give the spotlight. I do like to recommend when sets feel good initially. I think um like when Champions Path came out, it had like a bunch of like buzz and stuff because there was a Charizard in that set uh Mick Champions path was actually kind of terrible to open because all you got was Machamp like nonstop and it was not a great set overall even though it had a lot of buzz I think the Celebrations even though it's a pretty small set I think it's like 60 cards I do think that if you can find Celebrations in stores at like a Target or something I do think it's worth buying even if you're not like a huge TCG person I think they're just genuinely fun to open and collect um and I'm getting that vibe from Brilliant Stars uh I think because the set isn't huge it's not 200 plus cards uh and there is there is some really great cards like arceus uh is fantastic art there are charizards in the set take it for what it's worth i mean that they're gonna they're <laughs> gonna be valuable no matter what but there's also like really good cards competitively like Luminion, which is just a copy of like tapu lele gx from alola just a very good card so i think between the set The the sense of having competitive cards and having expensive, like competitive would be Lumineon, expensive would be Charizard, fun to collect would be like Arceus and some other stuff. Uh, I think this is maybe a set that you might want to, if you don't collect cards, you might want to go to like Target if you can find it and maybe just pick up an ETB for like 40 bucks. And I genuinely think you'd probably have a pretty okay time opening it. I mean, I can't say like a great time because you could get (laughs) like the worst booster packs ever and hopefully you don't. But ideally, you know, if you get two or three like hits out of a forty dollar uh, e t b elite trainer box, um I think you'd be pretty satisfied with your money. I know very little about the TCG,
1: but this Cynthia's ambition card is amazing.
0: Oh yeah, that's another fun thing about this set is there's um there you have a chance of getting two good cards in a set, so they always put like they, they oh i have oh, well this is this is bad for audio. I'm going to spoil something for our our video. So, they they come with the code cards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can see that they have a white border and a black border. So, Mm. you can actually spoil the booster pack for yourself. Because if it has a black border, it means that it's going to be really good. And if you have a white border, you just got, like, a trash booster pack. Also, the sun just came out. What?
3: We're good, we're
0: good, we're good. I just had a... Okay. So, even, even in a white one, which is bad... Uh, Even in a white one, which is bad, you can still get the really fancy trainer. Um, And so they have these really gorgeous trainer cards in the set. And they can even appear in the white ones. They're called, I think they're called trainer rares. Um, But they have like a specific number. It'll say TG 30 So there's like 30 of these. So here's, this is really bad for our audio podcast. I'm sorry. This is Mm. Bill and and Evie. And then um, I'll just show one more. Here is uh, Blue and Vaporeon. So not only do they have like your your very your Charizards, your Arceuses, your uh Lumineons, they have these these really great trainer cards that are really fun to collect as well. So
1: So I'm looking online and every version of Cynthia's Ambition is better. And I want I, I don't want the cards, but I want this one.
2: You want just So You're just- like one of those Pokemon card collector weirdos that only collects like one pokemon like i want every Starly that's ever been printed you want one every cynthia's ambition that's ever yeah
1: been
2: made. that
0: that out of this set heck yeah this card looks cool i've met those people at tournaments you know the tournaments that i don't like lose around one and then leave right away but mm-hmm. i've definitely met people mm-hmm. oh, open. the
1: ones that you don't have a hizzy fit and hang around for yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: kenosha remind you kenosha where like they open their binder and it's like just all goomy or, like, all, all like, tank or something. <laughs> and they're like, do you have any tank cards? I'll trade you whatever. And it's like,
2: yeah, I-, I guess. Do you know, you know which TCG folks are even better than those folks? It's the ones, the kids, they start out with a pack wrapper, and then they trade that for, like, a really bad common, and then they try to trade that for, like, a slightly better common, and they try to see where if they can go from a Wrapper up to like a really good card through trades. If they
1: can go from a safety
0: pin to getting a house,
2: yes, mm. yes, Pokemon version of that.
0: You know what I wanted to do? No one steal this. No one, no one's allowed to steal this. Tm, tm, tm. What I want to do? Yeah, this is trademark. I want to, I want <laughs> to go to Japan, <laughs> and I want to try to finish some of my Japanese sets by trading with people in Japan and have both English and Japanese cards. And like, like, uh, like base. So in in Japan, they released sword and then they released shield. They're two different sets and each set had 80 cards. Um, and then in America they released sword and shield, which is like 213 cards or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and for both sword and for shield, I'm missing like six cards each. And they're like the rainbow rare cards, but I have duplicate rainbow rares. So I'm really only missing like twelve cards to complete the set, and like I guess the easy thing to do is just like go on eBay and just like here are the six cards I'm missing. And even know car. people in Japan, you could literally say, "Hey, minions, no, but go like, forth and find cool thing, me The cool thing about Japan is because they have so many Pokemon centers, and because they are always doing tournaments, they're like Tuesday night tournaments, Thursday night tournaments, Saturday morning tournaments, Sunday morning tournaments, and like you don't have to go to some obscure card shop, right? You just go to a Pokemon center. They have the tournament area, where the where people are playing cards, and be like, "I have all these." Ca-. Like, I think the the interesting thing would be like, how, "Can I conduct a trade?" <laughs> Look, I almost got abducted by <laughs> Here, a cult. Here's all you need. I didn't know any Japanese. Is Sumimasen Rainbow Des? So, That's was- <laughs> all you
1: need. Hiokozama.
0: Oh, well, uh, well, sumi-
1: Sumimasen <laughs> Rainbow Des, and they will take it from there.
0: Sumimasen Lizard Man. Uh, <laughs> But that would be, I would want to try to complete the sets I'm missing. That would be really great. Uh, okay.
1: I mean, if you have a month to spend in Japan, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be That would be a full series. Okay, so we're going to take a break. Uh, when we get back from our break, we're going to talk about Legends. Uh, there's a little bit of news regarding Legends. There's a
1: patch, and I don't know what it did.
0: Uh, I can tell you what the patch did. Uh, so we will take a break, and we will be right back this podcast is brought to you by every plate
1: so every plate cuts out trips to the grocery store it's and all the stress that comes with meal planning you can just enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes every plate makes it easy and affordable to cook hearty healthy family pleasing meals i am sure we'll hear about spicy chicken. soon so work smarter not harder let every plate plan shop and deliver everything you need to cook delicious meal at a consistently low price
0: you said spicy chicken i had spicy chicken greg you
1: you said you were doubling your spicy chicken to have all the spicy chicken
0: we did yes no 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 bones in the spicy we, chicken. We 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 learned there's, this is a no bones house. No bones house. No, th- but it does have spice. Well, it does have it. <laughs> yeah, I love. So every plate's great because when you go in every week, you can change. They'll they ha- they'll have like um like maybe different like twelve meals, and you can you can add or subtract. So when it was the week of the spicy chicken, I was like plus 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 plus. I was like increase <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> we had spicy chicken last night. It was great. It was fantastic. I, uh, okay,
1: you had spicy chicken for lunch and spicy chicken for dinner?
0: Can I tell, Can I, maybe every plate doesn't want us to say this. Irene messed up in every plate. She, what? She messed it up. But here's the thing. That's still great. Every plate still slapped. It was still good. <laughs> she was like, I'm so sorry I messed this up. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about my mouth is full i'm shoving the food in i was like this is fantastic
2: try every plate for just $1.79 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering the code super effective 179 once again that's everyplate.com and enter code super effective 179 that's up to a hundred and four dollar value Think yeah. of how much spicy chicken you would be and eating the, and, and saving more. And, uh, and the other or, things that they offer.
1: They have a lot of other things <laughs> they than they the spicy they chicken. Do. I want to stress that I've looked at the website. There are a lot of other wonderful looking options because Captain Bland Eat One Thing only suggests spicy chicken. You are not limited to that. Every plate has a lot to offer.
0: <laughs> they got a lot going on. Like, I'm just. just it's, their spicy chicken's just a banger. And we are back from our break. All right. Let's talk about Pokemon Legends. That's what people want to hear about. People also want to hear about... What did the patch do? Oh, do you... Well, I don't have the patch up in front of me right now. What? look? I, I... We... we could... We'll talk about the patch in a second. I got this. Don't... You're throwing me off my rhythm, Greg. People you never hear... have a rhythm. People want to hear about Pokemon Legends. They also want to hear about IGN. This is off IGN. That was the transition.
1: Whoever wants to hear anything off of IGN. Hey,
0: look. This is just the news article I'm reporting on here. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo has announced that Pokemon Legends Arceus has sold 6.5 million copies in its first week of release. Wow. Um, they, they're, they tweeted about this. Nintendo of America tweeted about this. So this is the fastest selling mainline Switch Pokemon game which I think has been lost in translation here. I've been seeing on the internet that this is the fastest-selling Pokemon game ever. This is the Mm. fastest-selling Switch Pokemon Mm. game ever. And it's not really by much, but um, Arceus has outpaced both Pokemon Sword and Shield and Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl in their first week of sales. The latest mainline games and the DS remakes managed to sell 6 million copies. And this sold 6.5 million copies. Um, I don't remember how much. Let's go. They don't have Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee here. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are the ninth best-selling Switch games of all time currently. That's a bummer. Uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee are the eighth best-selling Switch games of all time. Sword and Shield are the fifth best-selling Switch games of all time. So it is... Still unsure at the moment if Arceus will get up to that point. Arceus is the second fastest selling Switch game of all time, with Animal Crossing New Horizons being number Mm. one. I actually think Sword and Shield was number one until Animal Crossing. That makes sense. I think I remember correctly.
1: Wait, I left Animal Crossing to play
0: what Pokemon? Animal Crossing did not come out before Sword and Shield.
1: Yeah, but I literally, I left one of these to go place. Oh, probably the, the DLC. DLC. The DLC. Oh, the DLC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I wrote my standard mayor note. Y'all, you're on your own. Uh, you're on your own. There's a better thing to do. Bye. Hazel, you
0: ruined my town. I hate you forever. Bye. It's like really weird because they like, it's, it's not weird to this article. Maybe it is weird to this article because the article says like, the first week, a week is seven days. Legends sold 6.5 million in seven days. But then, later on in this article, it says Animal Crossing New Horizons became the fastest seller with 11.77 million copies in 11 days. I don't know why 11 was like the threshold here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did it sell in seven days? Uh, that would be a good yeah. comparison. Not that many. Uh, but yeah, I, do- I don't think anything is going to pass i'm still curious and we'll never know of course because it's not every year you get a global pandemic but i am curious of how i mean it could be maybe yeah maybe at this rate it could be i'm just curious (laughs) the timing of lockdowns for the world the timing of covid worldwide and then the timing of animal crossing that had to play a factor
2: right it it was a perfect storm Animal Crossing is a very popular game. Yes. Just, you just, you can't discount that. No. If
1: they ever combine these two, the world will stop.
0: Oh, if they, like, are you saying, like, a Pokemon Animal Crossing? Yeah. They merge those together? They merge those two together. That's
1: like mm. when Nintendo's like, we are about to go bankrupt. Release the gold that will come flying into stores, and they will be saved forever. Yeah.
0: That would be that. I'm I'm <laughs> Yeah. I'm curious because we know that they release two copies of a game, right? Red and blue, gold and silver, ruby and sapphire. At
2: times, not every
0: time. Yes, go sword on. And sword and shield. And you look at you look at games like emerald or crystal and they do not sell particularly well compared to their counterparts. The exception to that was Pokemon Yellow, sold incredibly well. I think it sold, like, 17 million copies or something eh, insane like that. That
2: was timing.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, that was also awesome because they're like, hey, the it's anime. the anime, but yeah. in game form. Yeah.
0: Timing on that was really good. I mean, Red and Blue were
2: already hot, hot, hot. See, the thing is, it took a while for Red and Blue to get to Boil, and when it was at Boil, that's when Yellow came out. Yep. So everybody's like, I'm going to get... The new Pokemon I'm going to get the one with Pikachu
0: on the cover. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, this time with Jesse and Jane. Leading up to Legends, specifically after the fact that it showed Irida and Adamant, I kind of thought to myself, and we talked about this, why didn't they just pull a Ruby and Sapphire? You put one in one version, you put one in the other, at the end of the day, they're similar. Game's been out for two weeks. We already talked about up to credits, but up to credits, you do pick one of the two. You pick mm-hmm. them very last minute, and it really... Spoiler, doesn't matter which one you pick. Uh, true, I disagree. True.
1: There was well, no I mean, way it's... I was not traveling in my time of need without my boyfriend at my side. Thank you very much. That's, that choice I was can very
0: see that, important. Yes. I mean, at the end of the game, you're still getting Dialga, you're still getting Palkia, you're still getting both uh, centaur orbs or whatever they, whatever those are called. <laughs> they're globes so you're, you're not I like can't get any globes well once once you get credits you just have to go to their respective camps and then talk to them and then oh, they give you the orbs oh,
2: they ask so much I of me I've got to go to them I just saved the world they can't and, come to me no. and, they,
1: they have to go stand looking off into the horizon like what choices have I made that brought
0: us here and you have it's to tough. battle them and some, somewhere fine. lost in this game, in a game where they're like, ah, no one likes a Pokemon battle. I'm scared of you, dude. Give me a wormpole. Blah. These <laughs> leaders that, you, that uh, communities, religious communities look up to, these leaders that are also Pokemon trainers still do not know how a formal battle works. When you fight Adam in post-game, he's like, here's like five Pokemon. Pick which one you want to attack. Like, no, man. Formal battles don't exist. One at a time. You're asking. One at a time. Get your Eevee out of here. Pull him away.
1: (laughs) You're asking a primitive culture to establish formalized rules for a thing that's never happened before.
2: The real issue is you, who came from a different Pokemon universe where it was one at a time or two at a time, are, like, holding to your old ways right. rather than adapting right. to the situation in You're, front of you. This is, Let the, me this adapt is the one them. chance. Let
1: me send out three Pokemon. Look, this is the one time that Will's colonizer argument actually works. Look, let's rotation battle. Make it happen. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Triple rotation, battle. Rotation. Rotation. Mm-hmm. What? Well, at
0: least, at Look, least there in, is the, in the trials in Alola the, the <laughs> when you when you're fighting totem lorantis lorantis isn't a pokemon trainer so when like uh when like Cherum or whatever comfy <laughs> comes out of nowhere you're like ah you know primitive pokemon there are no rules there's no one bossing you around adamin is over here telling three poke when you fight sabby or whatever her name is she's like Cheryl. challenge me i'm the best Here's an Electivire, a Rhyperior, and a mortar all in this hallway, and you're like, "Girl, I got a glammy out right now. Like, wait, <laughs> can I can I send out my Buizel too? Is that okay? Video game. Your I mean, lack of being
1: prepared and be your honest. strict mindset of I can only send one thing out holds you back, but also proves to them that you are a strong trainer that mm-hmm, you can take mm-hmm. on their full force with your puny locked in step brain patterns, that's how you win. Plus, they don't know how to raise their Pokemon evenly. They've turned off XP share, because they will send out a level five thousand Glaciot and then two level two
2: Eevees. And they're like, this is fair. Well yeah, like in in the battle with Sabi it was like Electivire was 30 Magmortar was thirty, and Rhyperior was sixty-five.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Like they don't know how to rate. They don't know what levels
1: are. They don't know how to raise anything. They're, you they're... are here to say this is what an elite four is. I'm going to take over this mountain.
0: All of the trainers in this game that send out like six Pokemon, they're like the twelve year old version of you, where you like <laughs> you, you only power up your starter, and then you have just a bunch of filler Pokemon because you like don't want to level them up. The only difference is like the 12 year old version of you is restricted to use one at a time. And they're like, ah,
2: just send them all out at once. Whatever. Here they are. This is the Pokemon Company because so many people complained. So many Will Andersons out there were like, (laughs) I hate the fact that they have enforced experience share. Now they're like, well, look at what the world would look like if we didn't force you to use experience share. This is
1: what happens. Look at these rubes. And their poor Pokémon choices and levels. Did this you just could call them be Pork-a-mon? you.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's my new okay. series. <laughs> what I was going back to is it, it's still slightly weird that they didn't just do the thing of releasing two versions. Like, okay, that, that was a kind of a risk in itself to put like, like they they uh, know right? They know the the
2: amount of fans that buy two versions. Okay, so. You're, you're, you're positing two things that are incorrect. Number one, yep. people don't buy the Emeralds, the Platinums, because they say, I already played this game That's in correct. the two-version form. Yep. There is no pre- predecessor yeah. game to this. Number two, I I will continue to argue that this goes back to they introduced so many changes that if they had had that one extra level of complexity, it would have turned people House off. House of the cards. Fallen apart, do you think also that, they that's can a sell thing, us or... a sec
1: they can sell us a second version in November
0: exactly exactly yeah, you're right they could
2: Pokemon I mean, they Legends will. I guarantee it. this is the in.
1: fastest selling game they got they got they are like everybody working from home, you are triple overtime cause we got to get another game out because we do not have gen nine ready,
0: and I didn't think about go, that. go go go, 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 because they did they did that when when sun and moon came out. It had to come out because it was the 20th anniversary, right? Like, like they couldn't miss that date. They couldn't extend that any, any farther. It had to come out. They had Pokemon Go that year. They were riding that Pokemon Go wave. They had to ship that game. And then it was, what, September or August where they announced Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And it was like, this game is coming out 364 days after sun and moon not even a full year we are we are moving this game out and that game is better right everything except for the story ultra sun ultra moon
2: better game mechanically better story lacking yeah the
0: story is the only downfall in
2: that what,
1: game. one would argue that makes that game worse
0: but go on <laughs> i mean to be fair there is a point where the Ultra Recon Squad were very obsessed with the fur I would say that's a pretty uh, good story in itself. I mean, there are high points. There are definitely high points sure. in that story.
1: It's like saying there are high points in Buffy Season 6. is still a bad season. Hey, 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 with your
2: hot takes. <laughs>
0: But you're right. They could. They could just. They could just put out a, yeah. a an ultimate version of Legends. They could do this. They, I didn't. Think absolutely. About this. We've
1: added. We've added 400 more Pokemon for you to collect. Same story, because that's how we do third versions.
3: Do and
0: think? have fun. So, so Sword and Shield is the second best selling Pokemon game of all time. It did. It officially passed Gold and Silver, you know, a couple weeks ago when they released sales numbers. Those um, games can go in the dust. Do you really think that it was? There was some hesitation, like, like the difference between six million copies and six point five million copies in the first week. Not a lot. I mean, a half a million is a lot, but
3: It's it, quite, it,
0: quite <laughs> yeah, a few. half a million
1: is a lot. A million viewers half, that would be a
0: big change. Okay, half a million is a lot to other franchises. I would not say it's a lot to Pokemon.
1: Uh that's like that's like. Oh, all of what Conquest
0: sold. Like, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if if there wasn't such bad press. Even even if you were like, well, it was just limited to Reddit. It was just limited to Twitter. Like, it still did make it to, like, Polygon and IGN and, like, these websites that, like, Look, casual fans read. These
1: websites that literally drag the internet for any hint of a story because they have to get four stories out a day is not, like, a rigging support. Thing like mm-hmm. oh, because they reported on it until Forbes or Newsweek's reports on it, because those people have a
0: lot to do. I'm
3: pretty it's sure just Forbes and
0: Newsweek did report on it. Those are not trash.
3: But but we.
0: <laughs> but I I've said this and I stand by this. I said this back. You know, after everything is said and done, and how how mad the internet was for Sword and Shield specifically, like the national decks, like recycled graphics even though if you look at legends all of the all of those like faces that they use in legends are literally the same faces that were programmed in sword and shield right like they made pokemon models they made character models like these things were copy and pasted throughout all the games and that's fine that's normal like animation studios do this all the time as well um like the copy and pasting of the facial animations that you see in legends is like no one brought that up right the lack of breeding in Legends. No one really brought that no, up I brought. about I it.
1: brought that up. Yes.
0: The, um, there, we can always find a handful of people, but, like, the overall, <laughs> like... The, the general population. The general, the general what, population. what you hear about a game, like... And the reason I bring up breeding is because that was brought up for Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Like, people did, like, there's no breeding in this game? Like, what? And no one really talked about, one, the lack of a national dex in this game, and two, that this is a very small Pokedex compared to other Pokemon games. Like, These things that were complaints about Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee and Sword and Shield did not apply to this game. The only thing that really stood out was, wow, this game looked bad graphically. And it does. Like, there are moments in the game where it looks good, but
1: there are... We also didn't hear those things about other games, like Ranger, and other things where people Mm -hmm. didn't know what it was, it didn't have a set formula, they didn't know what to expect. Nobody says, like, oh, it's a small Pokedex in Mystery Dungeon. Because they don't view those in the same lens. They don't say it's got 25 years of history. This is what I expect. Arceus came in with a lot of people saying, I have no idea what
2: this
0: is. Yep.
2: Also, have they said at all that there are any plans to connect this to Pokemon Home? They did. They did. They said
0: they did when they announced it that there will be Pokemon Home compatibility in 2022. That was it was said at the same time. They said
1: it just like they said sleep and we'll promptly forget it, and it will go into the dustbin.
0: Okay, we already talked about sleep has been added to Pokemon Go like a month ago. It will eventually come. What?
2: How did I miss that? Did we not talk about it on the show?
0: No, we didn't. No. Oh. Oh, my bad. Uh, well, we, can, we This can... is what happens when you
2: don't share your notes with us. <laughs> She's got no notes. Come on
0: now. There was a... Uh... Oh, well, hold on. Can we finish the Legends talk, and
1: we
2: can go to the yeah. sleep talk?
3: <laughs>
0: I
1: mean, I can't imagine Sleep Top is going to be very long, but yeah, go.
0: I I don't believe that there's like a paralysis, but maybe there is of somebody walking into the store thinking like, I want to buy a Pokemon game and going like, should I get the one with the shield dog or do I get the one with the sword dog? Although I will say, you know, when I'm streaming on Twitch and people come in and they're like, I'm curious of what Pokemon game to get, which one is the better one? It's like,
2: they're exactly the same. Shield does. They're not exactly the same. One has Oddish and one does not.
0: Yeah. There's like so
1: Uh, many reasons why
2: Shield is better.
0: But maybe that's paralysis for some people. Maybe they're like, oh, there's like fifteen different Pokemon. I don't know which one to get. But that's not like look, choice paralysis
1: is real. Go shopping with my husband. You will see what choice paralysis is.
0: Do you think like in my head I I think they do one version because you do not need to trade. You can get all two hundred and forty Pokemon. Without trading anyone, they did the item thing, they, no trade evolutions, no version exclusives. Kind of the first time they did this for a main... This is the first time they've done this for a main. And now it's selling incredibly well. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's selling incredibly well because of trade evolutions or because of version exclusives. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> selling incredibly well because they've, they found a great formula that worked. And I think that... Let's go... And Sword and Shield also had really good openings to their game, too, and had, like, once people played them, they enjoyed it. Like, there were some people that were very against motion control for Let's Go, or some people that were very burnt out for Kanto, but I think the people who were not burnt out for Kanto and could get over the motion control was like, this is a very delightful game. I mean,
1: I'm both of those, and I still liked the game.
0: And then for Sword and Shield, once people got over the fact that, okay, not all the Pokemon are in... And the game is a uh, story is not that great. I think the new Pokemon and the multiplayer stuff that they added to Sword Shield is really great and convinced people to buy it. And I think Legends has done this well. Of like, hey, the catching Pokemon is extremely fun. And it's extremely addictive, and the open worldness of this game is extremely great. I'm curious though, if Legends runs out of steam. Sold incredibly well, obviously to be the second fastest-selling Switch game. But if they announce DLC, does that pick it up? Do they not announce DLC and announce a second version, like an ultra version?
1: I mean, we were... I will say this. We were surprised that there was a DLC for Snap, and we got a DLC for Snap. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I am no longer writing off them doing a DLC for a game, especially one that sells really well. I Do I think it needs one? No. Do I think there will probably be one? Yeah, they're going to capitalize on this and bring people back. I think the thing about this is, unlike Snap, where completing the picture decks just felt very much out of your control in a lot of ways, like you had to know the secrets to be able to get the thing to do the thing to program it. This is, uh, I can go out and collect things, and I've got very specific things to do, But I know where those are, I know how to get to them, and there's a few things that are rare, but I feel much more in control of my environment than Snap does.
0: I don't disagree with what you said. I I look at how many copies that Sword and Shield sold, 25 million. A lot. Like, no other Pokemon game has done this since Gold and Silver. (laughs) Like, incredible, right? Does Mm -hmm. Legends get to that point? Is it that good that... It gets to that point because Sword and Shield has a lot more things going for it, right? Not only does it have two well, versions I... and some people are buying two versions, but it has a complete and the best competitive experience ever. It has breeding. It has a multiplayer aspect to it of like, hey, Dynamax Adventure is really great. You should pick up this game. We should do it together. Um, obviously, like, max raid battles probably have fallen off because not many people are playing. But, like, does Legends get to 25 million? I think
2: one of the big contributors to Sword and that that is very hard to compare against other Pokemon games is the subsequent was an add-on. So it's like once Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon came out, if you were looking for a new Pokemon game, you stopped buying Sun and Moon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if Legends Arceus in this fall has an add-on, then yes. It will have continue to have because next Christmas comes around, there are kids out there who don't have a Pokemon game, and someone will say, all right, I'm getting you the Pokemon game for Christmas, but if there's a new anything, Gen 9 or anything, it will cut off the sales of Pokemon Legends Arceus, and then it'll just be the people who are looking for it that will continue to buy it.
0: I am starting to think, though, that Legends doesn't have the legs that another Pokemon game has. Like you can, like you you have two things in Legends right off the bat, right? You have what Arceus tells you right at the start of the game: complete the Pokedex to find me. Okay, cool. And then you have the the story, and then you get credits. And I think where they run credits is a bad spot. I still yep. I still think that. Um, and again, we only know this from looking at like Xbox trophies or PlayStation achievements. And not a lot of people finish games. And if mm-hmm. they do finish games, you can look at like the trophies or the achievements and go, oh, they didn't like they literally stopped when they got credit. And so we know just based off that, that just gamers, when they get credits, unless they're hardcore, unless they're really into the series, which, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you watch Twitch streams, you're obsessed with YouTube. Pokemon content on YouTube, you're a hardcore fan. But there are also just the fans that go in, they buy a Pokemon game, they get credits, or they buy whatever, they move on to the next game. That's not that there's anything wrong with that. That's that's how I am as a Zelda fan. Like, I will buy every Zelda game. As soon as I see credits in that game, I'm done. Like... <laughs> buy, And that's... Like, I love Zelda. It's just I I don't care about collecting the Quarok seeds. I don't care about getting every single heart piece. I don't care about getting every mask and... Like... I when I go to beat Giant Pig at the end of video game and I get credits, I am now closing that book. If I wanted to do something before credits, I would have done it. Like, I want to do the side mission. But I don't want to do it after I beat Giant Pig. I'm I'm done with the game at that point. And I think there are Pokemon fans like that. I'm doing everything oh, I well, want to Oh, there's a lot of Pokemon fans mm-hmm. like that. And then when I go to uh, Ramen, Packet, either Dialga or Palkia, once those credits run... I'm um, moving on. FYI, he means balms. Yes. Balms. Uh, People get confused. There Here's are the I probably... Think, sorry, go ahead.
1: I just think that the numbers are going to be hurt because we're not near a
2: holiday.
3: Yes, agreed.
2: We
1: Valentine's?
2: Are at, get, get Legends Arceus for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <yes>, we <laughs> are near holiday. a holiday. We're near Valentine's big, Day. Hey, you know, that's St. Patrick day, day sales, really. St.
1: Patrick Day sales. I think which makes me think that there will be a dlc towards the end of the year to reinvigorate sales close to that holiday the bigger question is, is uh, it, are they going to release something else at the end of this year
0: and that's to, that is the big question reasons. mark yeah and it can't be legends it's just that game has no abilities right. it has no held items it has like can't be that so- I, I
2: like i like how you like make that determination they have they have to. They don't have to do if anything. If they don't, they fail. Well, they don't. No, they'll just keep it, doing well, Sword and Shield for competitive. <laughs> yeah, they could. They could. I um, mean, they
0: could just do a minor Legends update where the, like, 20 new Legends Pokemon can go. Into- they could do that, I Yeah, I guess. they
1: could do a lot. I mean, it, it really... It, so they I just think, have
0: to have a plan for a Legend. They have to have a plan right. for competitive after August, and they don't right now.
1: They have to have a plan. They also have to be planning now because this is selling really well. It's hard to say what what they had in the hopper, what this gives relief for, and what what it doesn't. So, depending on where the anime and products are and stuff for whatever Gen Nine is going to be, this could be we have relief. So let's do a uh, Will Anderson idea of a competitive competitive specific game, mm-hmm. move competitive there for a year give us some breathing time on gen 9 do a dlc like it's hard to predict exactly what the calendar looks like uh and how much pressure they get by having this game be so successful like where does that release things if it releases things at all i do think as well as this game is selling that we will that we will see something to reinvigorate the sales
0: for this holiday sis, for this holiday season,
1: yeah, I for, think the, so for the coming holiday season, yeah.
2: sure.
0: I I just think that I I feel like Legends to me has the same. This is not like a bad thing, and and by no means do I think Legends is a bad game. I think it's incredible. Legends to me kind of has the same feel that Pokemon Snap did, where you can go through it, you can have an incredibly great time, you can get to credits, and you can feel like your your sixty dollars was well spent, and you kind of have to be a pretty hardcore fan to want to go and find the rest of the Pokemon in that Pokemon Snap Snapdex. And then you have to be an even more of a hardcore fan to be like, I want to try to get every picture. And then you have to be an even more, 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 more of a hardcore fan to be like, I want to four-star all of these pictures. And I feel like Legends has that same feel. Like, you can I go think- through, you can have a great time, you see yeah. credits. Now you have to be like a kind of a hardcore fan to complete your Pokedex. But you I, have a reason to create your Pokedex for Legends.
1: I disagree in a little bit in the fact that shortly after credits, you get introduced to another quest line really quick. There's not a lot of space between when credits end and mm. somebody comes to you and say, hey, there's a lot more to do. I think, much like a lot of Make quote unquote main series games where there's a gap between people telling you where to go next. I don't. I think Legends is smart and says, "Hey, there's there's a lot more to do." This person's right here telling you, "Let's go do this." And I think it's easier to get drawn into
0: the post game in this series than it is in other things. But I think the thing they're asking you is still a big ask, and and like completing a Pokédex, even though it's 240, is a big ask and
2: well the way this poke pokedex goes yeah, <laughs> yeah it is.
0: but but the way to fill the pokedex is much more enjoyable and much yes, more, Like yes. it is genuinely fun yes. to go out there and catch so like yeah the, i mean the loop they created is incredibly addictive so they have that going for them
1: but the loop they created in snap to get all the things to show up is not
0: always fun yes well, like maybe, there are maybe some I'm of those just... that i'm like nah dog maybe, i'm done maybe i'm just bad at pokemon but you know, it's game's been out for over two weeks, and I have not penned at, like get tend to everything yet. I haven't seen all the Pokemon. Like I haven't seen Landorus. Oh, or what's Thundaris. the rush, dude? It's not a rush, but like it, it's not a rush. It's just still asking a player to do a lot
2: uh, for a player to enjoy the game for an extended period of time to get the value for the dollar they spent. Yes. Yeah, but let's
0: let's <laughs> let's, let's say. I, I think I mean I, I I still think if you don't complete your Pokedex and you go through the game, I still think it's worth sixty bucks. I still think it's super oh absolutely. Enjoyable. If you complete your Pokedex, if if even if you got ten to everything, your the next step is to like perfect it, which is a lot to ask. I keep saying a lot to ask, but it is a lot to ask. Like what else do you do at that point? If you perfected your decks, your the the default answer is like well just shiny hunt. Okay, well yeah, but not everyone's super into shiny hunt. And in Sword and Shield, you could be like, well, just shiny hunt. Well, yeah, but if I don't like shiny hunting, I can go to the Battle Tower. Or the other great thing that I think people are forgetting with Sword and Shield is, I can do max raid battles with friends. I can do Dynamax yeah. Adventure with friends. I can... I And they had events. like They had an event once a month. Like, hey, it's Waylord this month. Hey, it's Clefable this month. There's There's a reason to come back to that. Legends has... None of that. It has, it just doesn't. And so, like, well, what does this game look like, like in two months? What does it look no, like in three months? It has none of it now.
1: I mean, but, it's, but been also, only, it's been two weeks. Like, we not, don't know. Not
2: every game has to have long legs. Correct. Some games, yeah, I mean, Snap did not have long done. legs. That's okay. And
1: yeah, they could easily say that this is this is all you're getting. I I don't think they will because of the sales numbers, but. I, I do think it's okay if people walk away and then something draws them back and be like, this is a cool event. Because a lot of people walked away from Sword and Shield and came back when other things happened. Mm-hmm. Some of them never came back till the DLC happened. And that was a huge chunk of time. And Sword and Shield got a big, got huge legs. Yeah. And then for the that holiday season, it was like, buy this and all the expansions in one. And like... It was a great selling point, so we could see in the summer, like, here's the Arceus DLC, and then at the holiday, here's the bundled game, the DLC and the main game together. Like, these are all possibilities. It is really hard to predict. I think we all knew what would happen if the game sold poorly. It'd be a one and done. <laughs> now that the mm-hmm. game is selling really well, it's very hard to predict how they're going to capitalize on that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm glad it's selling well. It's, it's one of the best Pokemon experiences out there. I just, I just don't think it's one of the fullest Pokemon experiences of it.
1: No, but I don't but think it was ever built to be. to be that Yeah, either. Yeah. I think people went in with the expectation that this was going to be like a ranger or a mystery dungeon. Like, it's going to be its own unique thing. It's going to have its own unique feel to it. And people didn't put as much expectational weight on this game as they did on like Sword and Shield. Well,
2: I know somebody who went into it saying, well, this is going to be like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. It's a small experience, and you're done, and you're done, and it's a bit bigger than let's <laughs> yeah, go it's Pikachu, let's go Eevee. It so is a bit
0: bigger, but it's not as big as People have looks. been
2: wrong in the past. Yeah. Not me. Yes, um, you have.
0: Hey, the uh, the uh update, just the main thing that the update did was it fixed Cherum. I haven't seen a Cherum yet. Well, Cherim is very rare. So there was a bug with Cherum. If Cherum popped out of a tree, and Cherum has two forms it has like depressed form and then like sunshine form, emo
2: form, emo form, and happy form. And therapy form. Yes. If
0: if Cherum transformed during your battle, its catch rate became zero. It became impossible oh. to catch when it transformed. <laughs> nice. So nice. They, they patched that. They fixed that. Um, there was like some other bug fixes that they didn't like specifically say. So that was the main thing they fixed in this update. The other minor thing that they fixed but they didn't actually tell anyone about is when a distortion pops up on the map. There's like a small white circle that appears and you can actually see it count down you can see how much time oh. is left in the distortion. They added that, but it wasn't in the patch notes. Um, and it's, like, helpful. It's just very hard to see. Um, you have to zoom into the map all the way, and even then it's, like, not really clear. But it's there if you want to see how much time is left on the distortion. If you can find a distortion.
1: Did they change how... Pokemon go into pastures, or am I just not paying enough attention?
2: Go no. into pastures? No. Yeah, because it's same.
1: always going to first box, but some are showing up in way later boxes after I've caught them. Really? Yeah. yeah my and is I don't know same. if that's just me not paying enough attention, and I'm making mm. that up. Um, But there's there's been a number of times when I'm like, oh, it's going to be in the first few, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's where
2: I stopped looking at, like, 16. And I don't know if
1: that's just me.
2: Hmm it could be well, i haven't moved any around so mine always just append at the end yeah the, the, the next I, have, box I haven't, I haven't noticed that
0: will uh other people had your Wurmple problem there's tons of other people that their wormpool has not evolved either
2: okay 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 i am six star now congratulations to me because that's a lot of work and i just got on the blackboard a quest saying cascoon or whatever is evolving <laughs> check the evolution go talk to bojean did
1: you did you have both a cascoon and a silcoon registered in your decks is that the no, trick i not
2: had hadn't caught any so i think i, I think that's that maybe it cuz I, I did catch it. it i caught a cascoon this morning and then that's when it popped and it up it popped up yeah there
0: was a bunch of people after the episode that was like well, oh yeah well yeah, certain yeah.
2: people didn't make me rush through the game and i could have <laughs> Look, casually graced you wanted the... you
0: wanted to be on
2: oh that's debatable <laughs>
0: <laughs> you wanted to be a part of this experience. <laughs> hey, uh, we can talk about um. I want to I want to do the last thirty minutes for for Twitch chat and questions like that. So, uh, before we take our final break, the data miners for Pogo—they're the ones that are like, oh, new stickers are being added. Oh, like Flabébé Floette is like the new Pokemon for Valentine's Day. Like Niantic. Or most, most game developers will have to push like a seed early because it needs to be approved by Apple and Google. And then once it's approved, then they can like unlock it. Um, and once that seed is sent out, seed being like the next yes. copy mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. who don't know, I know you guys know the data miners figure it all out. So over a month ago, it was like, yeah, I think, it, I think it was the beginning of January. There was an update that was pushed that had data for Pokemon sleep specifically oh. the, um, the plus plus you guys remember the mm-hmm. so there's the there's the go plus which the, there's the Pokemon Go plus which is like the little like pokeball with the button that you press and then when let's go Pikachu let's go Eevee came out they gave the pokeball plus which yes is auto so the only difference between the pokeball plus and the Pokemon the Pokemon Go Plus, yes, is that the Pokeball could auto-spin stops if there was a Pokemon inside. And if there was a Pokemon inside, if you synced it with Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, you would get like nuggets and candy and that kind of stuff. That that works in Sword yeah. and Shield too. Yeah. Um. So you would get stuff for walking. But when you're like this is, this is my problem as a hardcore pokemon go player is you got phone in one hand you got pokeball plus in the other hand and if you want a coffee i don't have a third hand for that and so it's like really hard to like hold both right and then the well, coffee- that's why
2: you get a coin and a strap <laughs> Put it around the Pokeball Plus so the button is always pressed. But I still want to look at the enjoy screen, right? your day.
0: Like, I still want to look at the screen. Well, but I then you've got to...
2: coffee because your your Pokeball Plus is strapped up and hang into your belt. You hold the coffee and your phone.
0: And then that's auto-catching. You might auto-catch and fail
1: Shiny. Give yourself a 15-minute break to enjoy <laughs> your coffee
0: free of distraction. Look, Community Day doesn't
1: loud... give me a 15-minute break. So, uh, a, it does. It's 17 days long but but wait also we stopped at eight at b-dubs in the middle of you can drink coffee in five minutes
2: i i only i mean i come to the closest thing of auto catch because i just hold the ball in my hand i never look at my phone and i press like it gives me a little vibrate i press i still walked away with what 12 shot yesterday what is this fear of Auto Catch missing a shiny? <laughs> okay, for a community day, it's like not that I big mean, of a deal, right? this game just it's
1: gives like... away shinies for free. They are
0: useless and worthless now. so yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, What do the, you even care if you lose anything. them? The value of shinies way down, all time low. Um, but on like a Johto tour, right? You you want to check those Johto Pokemon? Maybe in a specific order. Okay, so here the Poke. This is I, who cares about Pokemon Sleep? No one cares about Pokemon Sleep. We care. We care. I care. I do.
2: I'm a big fan of sleep. I love sleep. I care about the If I can play Pokemon
1: while I'm asleep, that adds eight to nine hours of Pokemon playing. The
0: the Poke, the Pokeball plus plus or whatever they're calling it. The the device. It looks like a puck, right? I have a I have an anchor charger yeah. right here. I'm sorry, audio listeners. It, it, and and it, it looks like this. The Pokeball plus plus. There's a button on the back, right? But the nice thing mm-hmm. about what this looks like, hopefully they haven't changed it, is it's like flat. So if i could put it on the back of my phone right it's not going to be magnetized but if i'm holding the phone now look at this i can press that button have coffee and coffee in one hand screen i'm still watching but because it's i can't i can't do that with a look this is look at this is a disaster right here i can't do that i can't do this this is i'm trying as a professional pokemon trainer i'm trying to find the right tools for the job and I want this device. Who cares about Pokemon? So give me the plus plus. Give me the flat. Put it on the back of my foot. Press the button. Ah, I'm I excited wanna ta- for this.
1: I want to, at some point, we need to delve into this professional part mm-hmm. of Pokemon player. Because I am going to argue hardcore against this premise. There's only one person on this podca- podcast that is Google certified Pokemon master. Oh, one took that quick. <laughs> one Pokemon. has the business cards from Google, certifying me on the largest search engine and controls your life, Google. The
0: only one did on the show renew, that is recognized as a you master. renew your Pokemon Master li- license,
1: Greg? Do you know how many tests I have to take every year? You're like, I can't take a driver's test. A thing that 16-year-olds... Oh, the driver's pass. test hey, is... Hey, is hey, you don't hey, even know hey, what I have to back. go through step to remain back. a master with Google.
2: Minnesota native, you didn't have to take the admissions exam. You don't know anything yes, about... You didn't take it when I was 16. a different the test. The was in 86. The world more complicated
0: through. You don't even know how close you're allowed to drive to a cyclist. Yes, I do. That's because I told you the answer yesterday. No, you didn't. You made up a whole bunch of garbage. Yeah, because
3: Something about... Yeah.
0: If, if the test is like how close are you allowed to be in a bicyclist in a car is it 6 feet or is it 3 feet and I'm thinking well covid now exists I'm supposed to be 6 feet away at all times should stop. I be 6 feet away from the bicycle driver cuz what if I'm driving a convertible and Greg, he's not I'm wearing a your mask
3: side. like See? I'm back the on actual
2: your side. Greg. Answer is three feet, but when I'm at the, the in-
0: checkout in Target
1: it's supposed to be 6 feet. It is negative three outside. You are not driving a convertible in negative three and worrying about a person who is literally covered head to toe in 18 masks and a scarf on a bike so that they can perhaps not freeze to death on their way home, whether or not you're going to give them COVID. We have bigger outdoor worries than you, Mr. I'm going to sneeze all over you in a mall like you did yesterday and then think that's fine. I sneezed once in the mall. Twice. you yeah, are panic. the worst. You're like, blah, blah. I'm fine. It's, your face look has been ravaged by disease.
0: Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then <laughs> when we come back, we're going to take questions from Twitch chat. So uh, we will take a quick break and we will see you guys in a little bit. Pokestops are why I explore. If I've never been to it, it's a reason for me to walk to it. Here's the reality.
1: Unless I travel to Milwaukee, I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. There is nothing in my neighborhood that I have not visited. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. Anywhere between Minneapolis and the Mall of America, I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it.
0: and we are back from our break all right 500 episodes been it's been a ride wanted to make sure we got the normal you know i listened to a lot of podcasts myself and i i was like how do they do their anniversary episodes and it's just like normally it's <laughs> just a normal episode mm-hmm. I, not everyone some of them
1: are like this is a bonanza
2: yeah uh, answer me this usually did like a bunch of guests yeah i'm gonna answer questions yeah. except they had like famous celebrities
0: uh, we are doing this live on Twitch. If uh, if you're listening to the audio version or you're watching on YouTube, um, thank you for still listening. If you're if you're here in the moment on Twitch, we will be taking questions from Twitch chat, and we will be answering those. Cause, so it's kind of like an email show, except more live, more interactive. Um, shout out to the people that are here. Uh, so we can't get to every question. I'm trying to keep this to like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Uh, mm-hmm. we've never captured the thirty minutes in our lives, uh yeah, you know well, if will didn't talk so much, we would be out of here soon. seriously
3: mm-hmm. uh,
0: what kind of questions are fair game? uh, pretty much anything uh pokemon related uh you the know, same as emails, you know, not all the email questions we take are pokemon related, but true yeah. uh this is a good question. This is from Prime in chat. How did you all meet? I feel like I've always told. My side of the story, but I don't think I've ever heard your guys' side of the story. Besides, like, you guys both listened to the podcast and then reached out. Have,
2: have we ever met? <laughs> That's, like,
1: some, some presumption right there.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I I came in later. Will, do you want to start? Because you were first.
2: Uh, so, it was in February of 2012. Or, actually, I think it was January 2012. But it started in, around February of 2012. Um, when the, the actual website for the program was something with articles and updates, uh, Steve was looking for people to write articles for the website, and I volunteered to start doing a weekly Pokémon of the Week column. Uh, the first one I did pretty sure was actually on February 14th, and I did Totodile. But then... Uh, So I did that for a few months, and then U.S. Nationals came up, it was July, because U.S. Nationals used to always be in July Mm -hmm. of 2012, and I decided to drive out to Indianapolis to meet up with everybody, and I showed up halfway through the day, and Steve and Vinny were playing a TCG match, and I walked (gasps) up and started looking at them, and... Nobody realized it was me. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Irene <laughs> caught me in the hall because I, like, texted her, and then she ran over and gave me a hug because that's Irene's mode. And then mm. I went in, and mm. then I didn't I didn't interrupt the TCG game. Then I said hello. Uh,
1: I remember Vinny, but I've never met Vinny. Well,
0: no, because you spot. never went to a regionals or a national. Right. I've never been yeah. to a
1: regional yeah. or world. Okay, so Steve refused to come to my wedding. That's true. I uh, that. So here's how it started. Wow, I was a long-time listener, and then you had started uh, the Tuesday Night Games podcast, and you were all like, I need to learn how to play D&D. And I was like, look, all right, look, I am ideal to introduce you to D&D, because I've always wanted to do a Pokemon D&D thing together. So we started talking more regularly, and then Irene on Twitter was like, I want to come to your wedding. And I'm like, okay, we've never met, but I guess?
3: If you want to come to a wedding where you
1: will literally know nobody... And meet me for the very first time, whatever, You here's an invite, and then you refuse to show up, which is fine, because it would have been weird. Standard. After you humming and hawing and being like, I don't know, that work, blah, 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 I finally got you to play D&D, and you're like, well, we're going to record it. So I said, fine. So then we started doing Mythical, and that was in 2015, end of 2015, beginning of 2016. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, we go to Gen Con, let's all meet at Gen Con. To record mythical stuff, and then we can finally meet in person. And I had never been to GenCon. I was like, "Uh, I guess." So I drove by myself to GenCon, uh, to meet you all, and that was the first time. And I met everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the Pokemon merchandise booth
0: that first day. As you remember that. But you also you were you had like one of the premium because when before we even did Patreon like the first ever time yes. the show made money was we did a Kickstarter because that yeah I did a Kickstarter like, like Patreon was I think Patreon was a thing but like it was still so new that people weren't yeah. really like using it and then I saw episode pod- one seventy. I saw a lot of podcasts would go on Kickstarter and they would do like, we want to do a whole year. We want like $2,000 through the year and you get your name in the credits, you do all that stuff. So that was the first time and the show was the show was around for five or six years and that was the first time the show ever made money was we did a Kickstarter, we raised a bunch of money. One of the, like, the premium tiers was, I think it was like a hundred bucks and you would be on an episode. It was like limited to like 10 people and I think Greg did that. I did. I yeah. did
1: that because I actually it would hit right after. The Kickstarter hit right after I got a work bonus, mm, so and you I was like, well, sure. "Well, i was like, well, sure, I'll go on a show and I'll show everybody what a guest is like that talks too much, because <laughs> most people are like humming and hawing and don't know what some jump of those in. folks
2: like... we were dragging words out of them. <laughs> you like, got that right. I
1: have been screaming at you in my car for yeah. about five years now, and I'm going to scream at you live. This is my moment. I'm paying a hundred dollars, and I'm going to make it count.
0: That was that was always like. Those were oh, those episodes were always fun, but like some people would be like so excited to be on, and then once they would be on, they would like freeze up and be very nervous mm-hmm. and not say a lot. Which is like,
1: I mean, I was a, I I was an actor, so I was like, this is nothing. <laughs> you just get to talk to
0: people that I'm friendly with. I'm in.
1: Ooh, okay,
0: so this was uh, this is from Bear in chat. If you could bring one Pokemon, you could bring one of the new Pokemon from Legends into the current competitive. Which would it be?
2: I mean apathy mostly, but
3: uh, overquill. I think overquill is a lot of fun.
1: I don't do competitive, so it's kind of hard for me to think about it. What I do uh, here's the thing: I really, really, really like typhlosion. Yeah, and I want that to come forward. I really like this version of typhlosion a lot, and I, I, I know it's like a commonish type. But I love his design and I'm not much a competitor, so like I I really like Cyndaquil's my favorite Gen 2 starter. So like sold on the whole thing.
2: So I, I have a question, because I've I've been trying to think this through. Chandelure was the first ghost fire, right? Fire ghost, ghost fire, whichever way it goes. Yeah. Okay. And then like we waited a while and we got Alolan Marowak.
1: Yeah. yeah, I love Alolan lowland so okay. much. Okay,
2: and then I was like, "Oh, okay, so the new Typhlosions, the new ghost fire." I, I was like, "I've got half a team, but I forgot <laughs> about Blacephalon." Yeah, I've yeah. got four out of six. Yeah, yeah. you're almost there. I, I, because if I could do an entire ghost fire team, I'm down.
0: We're
3: getting there. We're getting <laughs> <I> there.
0: <think> <laughs> I would want to say Ursaluna because I think out of all the new Pokemon, I think Ursaluna is like my favorite. Um, isn't it
2: just normal though
0: it's normal ground oh but i would probably say the one that would maybe have the most impact i don't know i didn't i i'm sure like these high-end competitive players they probably made videos about like which pokemon would do well in my head i would think that Hisui and zoroark would do really well
2: it oh can't get yeah hit by normal that's moves, a really good one or it can't get Dep- hit by
0: um fighting moves it can't get hit by ghost moves
2: no, it can get hit by ghost moves. It takes extra damage from ghost.
0: It can't get hit by normal Wait, moves.
1: Because it's it's just
2: moves. plain ghost. It's not no, ghost It's dark. ghost normal.
0: It's no
1: it's normal ghost. Oh jeez. So it can't get I hit, didn't hit by even ghost moves. Notice
2: that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It gets wrecked by dark. It mm-hmm. does get really wrecked by dark, yes. Uh this is from Cappy. If uh is Pokemon each of your favorite franchises? If not, uh what is it? If so, what is your second favorite franchise?
2: Wow, so many branching possibilities.
0: Star Wars
1: is my number 1 franchise. Always has been, always will be. Pokemon is number 2.
2: Maybe what if you restricted it to video games only?
1: Uh oh, video games only? It's, uh
2: do
0: so, make Star Wars video games.
2: Yeah, but most yeah, Star
1: Wars video Greg games I not a fan those. of. Um so if it's if we go video games only, then Pokemon's my top video game and then Final Fantasy is the one right below it. Mm
0: what What is it for you, Steve Um, I would probably say Pokemon Number One franchise, and I would maybe say Monster Hunter number Two at this point. So <sighs> used to be really to... high, but man, this yeah. Steve fell for me.
2: Well, Sony bought them, so they may be coming back that's uh That's a discussion I've been having recently with not you people um <laughs> You the, people! Oh, you're bringing it back. The, I mean, the people I talk about serious video game stuff with, not, not y'all, hosers. Um That's the, and, and that's tough for me, <coughs> right? Because I I'm almost the flip of that. Because I will play mon- I will make it a point to play Monster Hunter every single day. I will get to a point in any Pokemon game where I'm like, you know what. I've, I've, I've done everything I want to do with this Pokemon game, and I, I'm done. I'll walk away. So, I think I might say Monster Hunter has to be number one, and then Pokemon is number two.
1: Mm. Uh, I see people are like, what about Animal Crossing? Nah, Animal Crossing will never be it. Animal okay. Crossing, Probably Crossing top by asks, by for me. asks way too much for me on a daily yeah. basis for me to like that game long term. And some of those animals will never be happy, and like, then leave. Just get out. And the mm-hmm. ones that I want to stay, that I do literally everything to make them happy, they're like, it's been so great here, but, like, what about my horizons? And I'm like, if you leave, I will abandon this town. And the next day they're gone. I'm like, well, get wrecked, everybody else. You're stuck with Hazel? I'm, I'm
0: out. Peace. <laughs> this is from BoxBoy. Uh, when you started the podcast, did you ever think it would be, did you ever think this podcast would be as successful as it is? I don't know how to define success, because <laughs> it, <took us, laughs> it took us 10 plus years to get like an ad deal with the show. Um,
2: That's not true. That's not that's true. Not we used true. to advertise those socks. Yeah. You used we used to have had... a Squarespace ad.
0: Okay. Those were very one off. I think the sock was like a four ad deal. Squarespace, I, I think, was like a two ad deal. I think I I would say the podcast to me is very successful and like how many people enjoy the podcast enough to go that extra level to support Mm. on Patreon. Um, If it, if it wasn't for uh, both Patreon and Twitch, I don't think I'd be able to do this full time. Like one of them is not more dominant than the other. I kind of need both. But yeah, I, I guess in a sense, like, having a community around the podcast and having people that want to get extra rewards or just want to. There's like a bunch of people who support the Patreon and they're like, I don't care about rewards. Here's just my $5. Just keep doing what you're doing. Um, It's like super, super flattering. But when I started the show in 2010, it was like right after heart, gold till silver, but before black and white, black and white came out in Japan first. And then we, everyone had to wait like six months because they weren't doing worldwide games. Had like, there was like zero desire to make money or to make it a business or any of that stuff. Like, which is funny because we were talking about hobbies the, every, uh, the other day on on Twitch, and it's like a lot of people like it's so, it feels like it's so hard to start a hobby now because it's like, I want to start a hobby, but how do I make money out of this hobby? And it's like,
2: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah, it's, how's, how's it about you just do it for fun? Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, you can just knit for fun or you can just skateboard for fun or you can just, I be, mean, TTRPGs are still my hobby.
1: I have written things in that field as a thing that I wanted to do as an extension of that hobby, and the money I get from those are, uh, like, a bonus. <laughs> but it, it, you, I do think that people have decided to put a whole, like, it's not the only measure of success behind a hobby is if you make money off of it. And I really want to get back to... Hobbies are meant to make time pass in fun ways and to make your life fun. Uh and a lot of the times that is not trying to make money at that hobby.
0: Yeah. So when I when I started the show, like po- like that was bo- I to me in my head, like podcasting is divided into like before serial and after serial because I feel like serial is that one podcast that Oh, the podcast
1: cereal, not cereal. Yeah, not like. like why not are like we bringing magic, this up?
0: Not like magic spoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, what is going on? We do not have that ad this week.
0: So, like, even though podcasting was like a pretty, like, I would say podcasting is still not like really, really mainstream. Like the people who listen. Well, to every
1: podcasting. year they put out an article saying this time podcasts are
0: taken off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then it's it's. I think it's like what it's like one in ten adults listen to podcasts. I think, it isn't that much? That's, I mean, uh, it's a it's a lot. What 10 adults scary. don't do yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so when I started the show, it was just like I wanted. I thought initially I knew a lot about Pokemon. I didn't back then. Um, and I there was there were other Pokemon podcasts, but they were inactive. And I just wanted to hear people talk about Pokemon the way people talked about other games. You know, I listened to like so many video game podcasts. And none of them would really like talk or cover about Pokemon. So I was like, I want to do it because I like love podcasts and I want to do this. Like in no in no sense was I like, I wanna make money. It was like I just wanted to talk Pokemon every week with people and do it. And I was excited and I continued to be excited. And there was like a small part where I was like, Oh, maybe I won't do this forever. And then I don't know, I I kind of just I think I think it was around the time where uh wheels left the show and then Greg came on the show is like and i think Greg's energy and Greg's excitement really like pushed it forward and the fact that
1: i'm a very very fast and loud and non-stop talker mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so like it the, is difficult to shut me
0: up like the excitement started again there uh and then obviously then I, I started doing twitch and then i lost my job and then i was like let's pull the trigger to try to make this full time so uh, that's probably a very long-winded answer but like the first four or five six years of the show it was just like i just wanted to talk pokemon with people so um so it is very flattering that like there are so many people who support the show now at a at a level um it's very yeah very it's very humbling uh, this is from Andrew. Out of all the distribution events in the past Pokemon games that we've never received in America, what was the one you wish
2: you've gotten?
1: I'm still mad that we didn't get that really great 3DS that only Japan got. That oh, gold the gold one?
2: X and Y one?
1: Uh, 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 I'm <laughs> To this day, I was that is ready my to biggest. throw money at that. Heck I, yeah. I, I was like, I will fly to Japan at this point to get that thing because I wanted it so badly. Not enough to go onto eBay and buy it, because the eBay is sketch. Um but man, I wanted that so <laughs>
3: much.
2: Yeah, because I bought like what was it? It's like I bought the red X and Y one for me and I bought the blue one for my ex. Waste of money right there. And then but I was still like, if they give us the gold one, oh, I will yeah. buy the gold one.
1: Because I had I had imported the Torchic orange gba and that was at a time that i was like i really need to be not this bad with my money so the thought of doing it again like i couldn't i couldn't fly that past our budget to say that It was just not gonna happen because it was like i already have a ton of 3ds's i can i just can't um but i wish if it had come here and been an american pricing then yeah i would have Snap that up in a second. And,
2: and if the question asker wants us to respond with a Pokemon distribution that wasn't in the United States without me having a chart of which ones weren't in front of
0: me, you're kidding just be yourself. Like any of the Jirachis that were distributed during the, on a, what was that called? On a, there's, an event. Mean,
1: there's been a lot, I mean, this series has been around forever. Yeah. Any of the mythicals that, like, there's been so many good things. I don't want any of the Pikachus. I'll tell you that. Hanabata. Like Hanabata.
2: Uh, this is from but Mike. I mean, we, we have all the mythicals, so it's like not like we've missed out on anything. Yeah, but
0: they have ribbons and shinies and certain balls. Nobody cares about ribbons. Yeah, I know. I care about ribbons. This is from Mike. What was your most impactful, fun, and or enjoyable moment in any Pokemon game? I, I talk about this one a
1: lot. Because this was the mo, I mean, like, so I fell in love with Rosalia the minute I saw it. The design, the face, the whole thing was super sassy and great. Um, The thing that made me love the deeper part of the game was fighting uh, Kroger at the top of battle, Mount Battle, not being able to get past it, deliberately making a Rosalia to survive, hit an ice beam. One HP, giga-drained, obliterated Kroger, won the
2: Battle Mountain. I was like, this is the greatest moment of my life. I will never top this. I think for me, and this is obviously harkening back to a time where I had not any exposure to Pokemon community or discussion or anything, when I was playing original black and white and I did victory road and I get to the end of victory road and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go up against the elite four and what? No, this huge castle appears out of the ground. And it's like, <laughs> nah, nah, you're doing my biz. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Oh, that was so unexpected. Psych. <laughs> it's like, And then, and, and also the fact that they make it so that like, after you get through that, you can then go back through and have the normal fight, you know, the Elite Four and and Champion and all that. Uh, I have two
0: moments. One, the video game moment I had was when I received the email from the Pokemon company that I qualified for Players' Cup 2. So that was pretty impactful uh, because I... Thought that my competitive knowledge really lacked on the show um and just in general, and that was like a void in my Pokemon knowledge that I was missing so i paid uh I paid to get coached by like a world champion, paul Ruiz, who won the two thousand seventeen world championships i think um so I paid a lot of money to get coached by him for a lot of weeks, and to like qualify for that event was was really really fantastic. And then the other one was when I was in the uh, Fort Wayne regionals and I was playing Sable Dark Darkrai and I was able to top cut that event. And at the time it was like the biggest regionals, biggest TCG regionals. I'm sure the regionals are much, much bigger. But at the time it was mm-hmm. the biggest TCG regionals that ever happened. Um, and I came in top eight uh, and it was really, really great to come in top eight. I can't remember can't remember what my prize was. It was like it was like 16 booster packs I think for t- coming in top 8, um but I did I dead drew uh and I got eliminated in top 8, which was like a bummer, but you know sometimes you just dead draw. Uh it was funny cuz the guy was like, "Oh, you should beat me easily." And I was like, "I know. <laughs> just, I just cannot draw one single supporter card."
1: <laughs> I think you're going to say the time that you beat whoever that was and oh, we'll, standing like- in line. Yeah. Mm. Your fake story. Yeah. Junk Hunt. Yeah, Junk Hunt. Supposedly. We need to get Wolf on this podcast and confirm this fake story
0: you're telling. Uh this is from Nick. Uh was there a specific moment at the beginning of recording the podcast where you sat down and you thought, hey, this was going to work? <laughs> Go back and listen to those first ones and I'll tell mm. you the answer is mm. no. <laughs> Yeah, there was, like, a lot of, like, learning how to, like, do a podcast and, like, how to edit. Like, every, I taught everything myself. Like, I taught myself how to edit, taught myself how to publish, taught myself how to, like, advertise the show, all that stuff. Um, the only thing that really, like, kept me going, because when I I published the podcast originally on a, a platform called .Mac, which was part, which is now called iCloud. Wow. Yeah. So, dot. I mean, I
1: still have my doc Ma, I have still have my Mac email. I refuse to mm-hmm. give it up, no matter how much they ask me to give it up, and I say no.
0: Dot Mac turned into Mobile Me, which turned into iCloud. But dot Mac, one of the things was like you could publish a podcast for free, and another thing was like you could make a website for free, like it was part of your like ninety nine dollars a year email address that Apple sold. But you didn't get like there was like no statistics, so I, I would just put the podcast out there, and then that was it. So the only way I knew people were listening uh were like if people wrote in and emailed so they would like mm-hmm. that was like literally the motivation I had the beginning was like people being like, "Hey, I really love the show can't look we, the show makes my day um so like just those emails alone was like I have no clue how- many, like I don't know if like ten people are listening and one person wrote in I don't know if a hundred people are listening I don't know if a thousand I don't know um now we're on like an actual proper podcast platform we switched to, like, three or four years ago. Um, So now we have, like, accurate stats and all that stuff. Not that that, like, changes anything, right? It's not like...
1: Let's let's put asterisk next to accurate. It's as Eh. accurate as they're willing to
0: get. Yeah. Hey, it is uh, IAB certified. still real bad. This is from Mike's. Given Legends' method to filling a Pokedex, what do you think the possibility of having different tracks in future games, gym badges versus researcher versus contest participants?
2: Too complicated.
1: Yeah. I RPGs work best with a linear story. Um, and I, I don't think RPGs are going to get too far away from that linear story that they want to tell. I could see them having alternate tracks to leveling, but I think there's always going to be a, a plot line that forces you to do these checkpoints. And I don't think that's ever going to be like fight a gym or complete this part of the Pokedex. I think it's always going to be do this trial, fight this noble, fight this gym, whatever iteration of do this boss thing. I don't think that will ever change as much as I want it to. Like, I'd love it to be like you can do gyms or contests. I I think that's a lot harder to write from from just a perspective of what Mm -hmm. they're trying to do with most games.
0: Yeah, I can agree. Kind of. It's <laughs> from the geeker, what is your favorite pokemon related purchase?
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, I your tattoo? tattoo.
0: No, you got to move it more center. I'm trying. There you go. There you go. Now it's in. See, I, I
2: I I if if I could rephrase the the question, like I I I've bought very few pokemon things for myself. Um I think, I think the Safari Zone Pikachu is probably <laughs> the, the most notable. Um, but our longtime Japan correspondent uh, Andrew sent me at one point uh, a Froshki that has the X and Y starters on it, and also it's like a little bag that has the X and Y starters on oh, it. I and I about. use I use that oh, bag yeah, yeah. for all of my dice. So Ooh, I literally yeah. use that all the time when I play trading card games because that's where I keep all my dice for marking and everything like that. So those are my two favorite things. And I, and I used to, um, I used to wrap my 3ds in the Ferozki.
0: Probably my favorite Pokemon purchase is probably those metal Pokeballs. (laughs) No, I just, I just really like them. I think they're really cool. Uh, I think they look great. I, I just like, for the things that you can put on your shelves like plushes and um like Funko Pops, I just think the like metal pokeballs are just a really cool collector's item. Um the skateboards are like cool, the Pokemon skateboards.
2: <laughs> Mine's still in the box. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I also oh. think like I also think just uh like the expense like when when Will and I went to Pokemon Go Fest and the expense of buying a hotel and the drive down there and then playing Pokemon Go Fest and then the next day playing Pokemon Go in the pouring rain with some listeners of the podcast and catching Cresselia. Like even though that's not a individual purchase, like that whole weekend was a Pokemon purchase ultimately,
3: mm.
0: and like that weekend True. was like incredible.
2: Yeah, we did have a lot of fun.
0: And Irene left early. She could have played in the pouring rain with us. She could have <laughs> oh, also yeah, that caught. Like fun. Yeah, <laughs> she already hates being outside. What being outside in the pouring rain is definitely a no go. I mean,
1: Irene and I th- went and saw a six for that for the one go fest. That was a way better experience than sitting in whatever restaurant I, we were I think it was in. that
2: same Go Fest. Because that's where Steve stole the hotel room, the good hotel room, from me, and oh, yeah, we me switched and Chris hotels. stay in the bad hotel room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we then see, it was me, yeah. Steve, and Chris in I the surprised, rain and the Cresselia's. I I, 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 I refused to, to tell, reasons.
1: I refused to tell read anything about the musical that we were going to see. I just said, we're going to go see this and you're going to
0: have to trust me on this uh this is from zach what real world region would you like to see a pokemon region inspired by
2: boy i mean i've answered this before and for me it's uh southern africa or eastern africa definitely
1: uh i would like to see like brazil i would like to see india i would like to see scandinavia um for me it would
0: be egypt right why? We've we'll covered can't. all of Africa. Like the the pyramids, the Nile River, breaks into things. Like, mm.
2: like For me for me, Southern Africa, because there's like the Namibian desert, but then South Africa itself is more jungle, but also urban and also very yeah. diverse. There's a lot of different cultures represented in South Africa. And then East Africa, because then, you know, you have Kilimanjaro so that you could have the ice yeah. region and stuff like
1: I that. I think Scandinavia would be fun because there would be no trainer battles because they would all not want to look you in the eye and be like, you mm. need to be over there and away from me.
2: Just like the Do your
1: own thing and leave me out of this. Whatever you're doing, we're, I don't want any part of it.
0: After all these years, what is the most repeated question you've received?
2: Who's your favorite Pokemon? Where would you want a Pokemon region? <laughs> <laughs> Where
0: would you want Pokemon region probably favorite Pokemon uh how did you all meet um I mean the one we get all the time is who's your favorite Pokemon like mm-hmm. literally all the time uh this is from Cheron legends is set in the past if we get more legends games would you expect them to you got you you both got a lot of a lot of youtube comments and twitter comments about the past thing, because in official uh,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It,
0: In in official stuff that they completely
1: lie in, mm-hmm. like, let's, let's be real, they tell you nothing. They put something out so you'll buy the game, I, and then you play the game, Greg, and you're like, oh, this isn't the past.
2: We don't even have time, because I could spend I half an hour with receipts about why I spelled it out on Twitter. I, I y'all don't, 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 I don't know how, how deep <laughs> the
1: it the <laughs> deep the well goes. If we get Here's more the led- thing.
3: Okay.
2: Here's we'll the see. answer. We need to go to ancient Johto. I know you hate Johto. We need to go to ancient Johto before the tower burned. Before that, and experience something in the time of that event. You don't. Hate but that is Johto. a two-hour
0: game. I just hate that Johto. Could have so much more, and they have had they halves it with the Kanto region. I want more Johto, no Kanto.
3: If
1: we go back into the past and find out that Johto wasn't once covered with water, and it was a huge land, sure, I would go back to Hoenn because I want to go back to the start of the
0: battle between Kroger and Groupon. Mm. Mm. Oh, anyways, the full question was: If we get more Legends games, what would you expect them to set in the past, as opposed to Legends Unova being set in the future? For example, in other words. Would you say a past setting is inherent part of a legend's theme? Um,
1: I mean, legend kind of says that it <laughs> that it that is legend. It is of legend of myth, uh, which is usually set in the past. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to do a future game because we are already in such a ho- we are already in such a weird sci fi setting with Pokemon as it is.
0: It doesn't necessarily have to be future, but you could think of it as the way of like sun and moon of like. Why can't we go to where the ultra recon squad? Like we go to where the ultra recon squad is, and it's literally just a hallway and an elevator. Mm. Like they like I mean, it looks like a whole say, city, like, and it, you can't like actually explore it.
1: Like I, if we I, if we do like alternate universes, yeah, I'll go to ultra world. It's wrecked. I saw that anime. <laughs> it's so, a nightmare world in there.
2: I see the legends is more like a genre, so while this one is you know past i think it's kind of like think of more like westerns as a genre so you had what was that space tv show that everybody loved but fox canceled um futurama no
0: firefly
2: firefly right oh that was boy. a western set I mean, technically, Star Wars is a Western as well, but we don't. That, have to get well, into that Star Wars is well. a lot of things. We don't right? have time to cover but that. It's like it's like that genre can be applied to different places, and then how it is expressed. Yes. So, if you just take the idea of, you know, striking out into a new area and learning about that area through this Pokedex development and everything, I think yeah. that could be applied to a lot of different scenarios.
1: I think one of the strengths for me, from what Legends Arceus does is it tells origins we're going to still put that in quotes of what we know the world to become and I think that's a very strong Mm. selling point so if they do it to other things like I do think it's a strong selling point to say this game is set where the ultra recon squad came from so like we're going to go visit that universe because we're going to fill in holes that we didn't answer before I think it's harder to make something set in the future that doesn't tie to a region because you're like, well, what questions are we answering?
0: I mean, you could, you could. The only future I could see is in the which they kind of explored in at the end of Ultra Sun Ultra Moon is like, what if uh, Archie succeeded? What if Maxie succeeded? Yeah. What would the Hoenn region look like now that they succeeded? Um. I mean, I, I do think there's a ripe,
1: like alternate universe, plot lines that they could do if they mm-hmm. wanted. If they wanted to stop doing remakes and say, let's do an alternate universe version of Johto, like, what if Johto was good? I'd play that game.
2: Which is the door they opened at the end of Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. That was the anything goes at this anything,
1: point. They opened the anything goes door. Yeah, they absolutely Oopa.
0: Uh,
2: we'll do yeah, one more
1: Hoopa question. This, do is, a lot.
0: this is from Nox. Uh, what is the one Pokemon you would like to see as a real world animal or object designed to be in future regions or what regional variants for current Pokemon?
1: What real world animal you want to see as a Pokemon? Read that again.
0: <laughs> uh, I still stand by this all these years. It would be great if Miltank and Poros had a pre-evolution path, and depending on whether mm. it was male or female, would evolve into either Miltank or Poros. You don't need it to and really make sense. And if you had sense. a
1: hairdryer
0: item, you could turn it into a buffalon. Because a um, fish turns into an octopus, and a... Uh, Clam turns into a fish wearing a bra. But I I do think like a pre Evo for Miltank Poros would be cool. Or even Bufalant. I don't know. Like Hitmonchan, Hitmon Top, Hitmon Lee are all pretty different compared to Tyrogue. I mean, I still want a
1: flamingo. There's a lot of birds. I still want tiny dogs. I still want like hound dogs that aren't just hound doom. Like fast racing dogs. Like Bolton was a very good start. But, like, let's get a chihuahua, a teacup, poodle. Let's get these tiny little things that are yippy and snappy.
2: I was thinking, as a joke, to say, like, water bears. It's like you throw it out and nobody can see it. (laughs) Nobody can see it.
1: It's invisible. It's so (laughs) tiny. It's so tiny. Uh, I mean, Uh, regional forms, I want to see, like... I mean, I want to see, like, regional forms of all my favorites. I would love to see a regional form of Sableye. I would love to see a regional form of Rosalia. I would love to see a regional form of... Swine that skips Piloswine.
2: <laughs> I think a, a real world animal that could be a Pokemon, uh, be like a Capybara. Is that the little cute Australian thing? Yeah. That's like so gentle and nice.
0: Yeah. Like a nice Raticate. What would be the first schedule of events at the first PKMN Cascon?
2: Uh, first off, no one PKMN <laughs> yeah, It would be the second. Yeah. Just because these, just these folks weren't invited didn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, it didn't mean we it didn't happen.
0: I don't know if that's ever been talked about on the podcast. Where we like the tried first
2: scheduled event, we went to the mac and cheese only restaurant. We so. we did try
0: to like see how a like small convention would work. We did it at the Dells, and we had what it was like fourteen or fifteen people. I mean, it was like really close friends and 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 whatnot. It wasn't like Logan was there. Um, Greg and Will were there, Mm -hmm. Uh, Wheels and their significant other was there. Um, I think those were the people specifically that were on the show. Yeah. And then it was like people that would help out with like the show, like Micah was there to like do art. We had like, yeah, we had like
3: 14, 15 people.
0: Um, And then we were like, we can actually probably do this and like make it bigger and have like 50 people. And now we're here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, uh well, I, in the middle of sort of
1: thinking about that COVID hit, really. Yeah. Because we had to get past your wedding, we had to get all these things and try to get it established and then it was like, nope, that's never going to happen. Uh we would definitely have a uh signing and photos, uh $50 for something signed, $100 per photo. <laughs> Got it. All right.
0: This going to have
1: to be that's the going right. price. Got it. Uh we would definitely have a panel
0: about something. We, could you have it where, like, you pay for dinner? Only, like, three... Uh, anyways. Uh, we need to wrap up this episode. <laughs> hey. ticketed dinner event. If you're watching on Twitch, uh, we, I will let Greg and Will go. I'll spend some time with you guys before I end the stream, but um, they, they have... Kicking us out so you have, can talk smack
3: about I, us, I girl.
2: gotta go clang and bang, dude. Yeah, like, no, Will we'll have to we'll have get those muscles day. going. I really appreciate oh, everyone. Oh, the muscles going.
0: Really appreciate everyone for making it to 500 episodes or listening for us. Uh, I don't know. I did 500 episodes. I don't know if you all listened to 500 episodes. I'm sorry if you did, but here we are. Uh, Here's to another 500 more, I guess. I don't know. Some podcasts are in like the 900s. We're not there oh, yet.
1: I could do another 500 right now. No, I can't. I'm tired. I want to go to
0: Um me. But thank you guys for all the support. Anyone who watches or supports on Twitch or anyone who uh, who listens through Spotify or iTunes or stitcher or podler or any of those podcast apps what the heck is podler it's fake it's fake i made it up it's not a real podcast (laughs) like i've heard of all of these things uh (laughs) anyone who supports (laughs) on patreon (laughs) thank you so much if you missed the beginning of the show it'll be up on youtube it'll be up on uh patreon or yeah it'll be up on youtube it'll be up on all the other podcast apps um you want to follow greg he oh wait do we end with pokemon of the week do you have one will
2: I, I do have a new one, but do you want to cover the old one, too? Or yeah, no? yeah, let's, let's, let's yeah, end the yeah. Pokemon of the week. Oh, Dag, I don't even have a keyboard. Oh, you're killing me here. <laughs> so, so last week's Pokemon, I it's funny because they all got a clue at the beginning of the program where I said, I think this is my favorite Pokemon game, um, but you had to obtain it in that Pokemon game and transfer it into a different Pokemon game. It's a Pokemon I have been using through my playthrough of the wonderful Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Games, uh, and I am disappointed that, um, most of its types, uh, move types, are water. Uh, it has access to bug fairy, normal poison, psychic type moves, but they don't cause any damage. And then in the TCG expansions, the that Pokemon's card included an attack that would allow the player to retrieve water energies from their discard.
0: It's Boisel. Boysel, the Japanese name for boizel.
3: Oh,
1: it's Manaphy.
2: Manaphy. You would get the Manaphy egg from Pokemon Ranger and transfer it into Diamond and Pearl, but I was mm. never able to do that because I didn't have two DSs. The or friends.
1: It has two shuffle icons, and one is
0: much better than the other. Mm. What is our next week Pokemon?
2: All right. Clue is, on my playthrough of Pokemon White, which I selected because I prefer Zekrom over Reshiram, I (laughs) selected the only starter that shares a type with one of the box legends and the original mythical for Unova. The final evolution, which we are concerned with today, has a name similar to and possibly derived from a move that many starters of the same type learn as their first stab move around level 5, 6, or 7. All right. So easy.
0: Well, there you go. Hey, if you want to I... follow Greg on Twitter, at White Wing. If you want to follow Will on Twitter, at Wash in the Sink. If you want to follow me on Twitter, at Dragging your Lake. Thank you guys so much for 500 episodes. I hope you enjoyed the live episode. If you did not catch it live, I hope you enjoyed the audio-only episode or the YouTube episode. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to like, comment, all that stuff. And uh, you can leave a question. We can try to get to it next week. We usually do one question a week. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are
2: super effective.
1: Super keep that dog clean in 2022. Oh. (laughs) Bringing it back.
0: This show is supported by Patreon. A shout out to all our producers who support our show at a high level starting with Steven, Sean, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jessica, Jacob, Ryan, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Smash, Gray, Dylan, Carlos, and Alvaro. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. If you would like your name read at the end of the show or you just want to support, it's super effective. You can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T or I-S-E in order to support the show if you want to. Otherwise, uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week.